This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hi, everybody. Cheryl Kay from Unleashed. Today, I have the pleasure of an associate guest host, Michelle Fern from Catitude. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Cheryl. Thanks so much for having me on Unleashed. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everybody. And... Let's get started with all the different things we're going to talk about today. Cats. I thought today it'd be really cool to talk about things that we need to be aware of with our cats, which is good for, you know, current cat people, people that have cats, for people that are new to cats, for people that might be getting a cat addition to their home, because it's always good to remember all this stuff and think, oh, yeah, why did I forget about that? You know, kind of a refresher on cats. Well, also, that's perfect because especially elderly cats, because my cat is older with dementia and there definitely is changes that you really should be aware of and address if possible. And also sometimes with the new year and there's lots of kittens being born, sometimes it's a good thing to maybe bring another cat in. I mean, at one time I had three. Two is ideal. Depends on how big your your home is. But, you know, they don't like to be alone either. No, cats are better in pairs for sure. I mean, I have three, but two don't get along and I've tried everything. But But that's how they get along. Exactly. They're not getting along. Exactly. They have issues. But you know what? I think it's one of the most important things to be aware of. And I just had this with a guest that was in my home and she didn't recognize this. And sometimes as, you know, cat people, we take this for granted and don't share with our guests. But I think one of the things, not I'm not going to do number one, number two, but one of the things that's most important is to watch your cat's body language. You know, cats are independent. They're not as easy to read sometimes as dogs. But if you have a new person to your cat or someone fairly new to your cat, you should always tell them, watch your their body language. Once that paw goes up, move away or be swiped. Right. Right. Doesn't that happen a lot? People go, oh, cute little kitty. And they dive in and pet them. And cats are not like dogs. They are not little dogs. Right. That's true. And I know this is all about cats, but also with dogs, people have to watch. Like I found out that dogs don't like to be touched on the top of their head. 
They like to be touched under their chin. Cats like that, too. But cats let you know their tails go. And if they walk over to you and they kind of like rub against you. But some of them are primadonnas and some of them like to watch from afar. You know, I have a variation because I have Miss Diva Diva, which is Molly. She'll let you pet her. But if she doesn't know you or she's not in the mood, that paw goes up and that means swipe. And, you know, you can't falter for these things because that's what cats do. That's how they let you know, hey, leave me alone. They don't have words to say it. They swipe. That's a cat thing. Then I have, you know, Charlotte, who's in the middle. She is friendly to who she's friendly to. And then others know, but she's not a swiper. And then Dennis, who he's my dog cat because yeah, he's, he's a dog. part Maine Coon. Yeah. You come, he calls, you scratch him. This. He's never hissed at me and he's never swiped at me. He's just, he's different, but be aware of your cat's body language. We forget this. We forget to tell, you know, our pet sitters, this, we forget to tell, you know, relatives that are visiting, especially, especially if we forget to tell children, because if they're used to a cat, that's all cuddly and whatever, then they find the cat that's more quote, you know, I hate the term, but cat like, you know, they, they have normal cat behaviors and then they get hurt. And then people get upset with the cat. Cats are cats. Right. Respect the cat. Right. And th- and some of them are feral. Even if you bring them in, they still have that, that they really don't want it. Animals, you know, personality is personality. I never had cats that weren't very friendly with people. I mean, my cat, even though she's like 19, if somebody walks in my house, she gets up and walks over to them. And because she's got dementia now and she's deaf, she talks nonstop. She'll tell you about everything. It's amazing. She'll walk by a room I'm in and she just turns her head in and tells me something and then just keeps walking. It's so funny. She's probably saying, I'm going into the kitchen. I really hope you'll follow me and you will give me a treat. (laughs) Oh, Probably. I I mean, I know every time the fridge opens, Molly is there and she's looking for her little cat treats. But let's talk about, too, the litter boxes. Always must we? <laughs> well, just a little bit. You know, there's rules to follow. People have heard this so much, and Catitude and everywhere else have one extra litter box, then you have cats. You have two cats, have three litter boxes. Be patient with your cats. If they're not used to a litter box, they'll learn, hopefully. No well, matter what prefer, I do, I still have issues with Charlotte, box. but you know, it's. Just have patience, especially if you're bringing a new cat into your home where you want the litter box might not be where they want the litter box. So just be open to that. Well, I just change litter boxes because as I've said, my female is elderly. And for some reason, maybe because she has arthritis, it was too much for her to get in. So I got rid of that litter box and I got a new one that kind of comes to like a point, but she she'll poop in it. But she would prefer, you know, to pee on a wee wee pad right outside. And at this point, trying to train her, you know, if I'm around when I see her go, I'll push her right in and and that's fine. But, you know, they get lazy. She's old. Even the way she walks, I could tell the difference between her walking. 
almost like she's bowling. old. You said it. She's old. I don't know if it's lazy, but she's old. No, you know, Zeus when he was old. 19, 20, 21. Right. Years. Never like this. Like for dogs, for Zeus, Mr. Zeus had a belly band. We have it for Nikki too. That's like a, a pad that they make for people for incontinence inside a wrap. For cats, I wish I could put, I could probably maybe put that on Dennis, but they don't make them for cats. They just don't. So you do oh, the no, best she you doesn't, can. She doesn't go anywhere outside of where a litter box is. I mean, the area. That's just, good. No, that that's fine. I got those wee wee pairs because, first of all, I have painted cement floor. So I really don't care what happens. I'm lucky that way. But still, and it's easy. I don't even have to. I don't even have to scoop up litter, you know, unless she goes. But there are different changes in cats as they get older. And there's different changes in cats. When a new cat comes in, even though they will become to be friends, that they like to do different things, you know, they act out. It's like sibling rivalry. It's yes. And funny thing is that when Molly was brought into the home, she was a tiny kitten and Charlotte terrorized her. Now Molly's grown up and she terrorizes Charlotte. So payback's a bitch. They so, call it calm and it's spelled ha ha. Yeah. So is what it is about your cat's routine. Cats really like routine, right? Well, I think it's an all animal thing, but I really know dogs and cats. They do especially like routine. Cats. And they I like used, routine. Right. Eat at I a certain time, think, you know, litter box changes a certain time. They like as often as possible, of course. Oh, they maybe. will watch you. And well, when you bring in the litter, that gives them, you know, they like that too. They feel secure. But I've always noticed when I had my two cats, so I'm really only one year with only one, is that the change of the time zone was a big thing. This is when I started to notice that both of my cats were changing. You know, you mean the daylight uh, savings yes, time? It, once the time, the time changed. Yes. But then I started to notice. Now they always, you know, when I woke up, they woke up. Now three o'clock, three thirty, four o'clock. If you get up to go to the bathroom, they have, you know, she has to come and then she tries to trip you and then <laughs> she wants to eat. The world revolves around her. Her routine is she eats a little bit of canned food. I have my coffee. She lets me know when my coffee's ready because I guess it's, you know, the aroma. And then I give her the little gel so uh, she doesn't get uh, fur balls. And then she'll go down for, you know, one of those wonderful naps that make me jealous. And then every time I go into the kitchen, she comes in, she does a little routine. She meows and uh, she wants food and she loves ice in her water. Her water. Oh, um, that's oh. next thing I wanted to talk about with water. But it's nicer when my cats, they're still used to. I get up pretty early to feed them, usually 630. Sometimes I sleep in and my significant other, he takes care of it, which I love. But his feeding routine is more elaborate. My, you know, he moves the bowls and this. I'm not that elaborate. But this is how I get woken up. Dennis comes over and taps me and taps me again and taps me again. And if I set the alarm, you know, for a little bit of snooze, I have more tapping. I literally have to like sometimes shove him because sometimes oh, me he's too. Way early. I go under the Cheyenne. She combs my hair. She annoys me. She'll, <laughs> I have to put the pillow, you know, the blanket over my head. And then after a while, it's like, you know, you can't fight City Hall. She's not going to go away because she knows it works. 
Well, I, I think there's a saying, what is the saying? Something, my cats don't live for me. I live for my cats or something, or they, uh, they run the show. I just live here. Right. Maybe something like that. Right. It's true. That's how cats are. I mean, they're independent. They do their own thing, but what they want is when they want it. And that's how it is. And it's hard to change them. And yeah, when the time change happens, November, March, at least, um, you know, here in the U.S., it always throws them off for whack. We we set in our household, we keep it at the same time. So they're early for a little while and eventually they acclimate to the right time. But that's just how we do. Yeah, but that's when I started to notice the difference in my cats because it just went on and on and on. You know, usually a week, two weeks, they get into it, you know, because, of you know, it gets earlier or it's darker. But no, it's it's you know, you, you have to watch because they get into a routine. Of course, we are not lucky enough to sleep eight hours in a row on a chair or on a couch and then, you know, you know, wake up and stretch and the world is beautiful. <laughs> no, we don't get to live the cat life. No, they, they live. You know, they do well. They live well. You know, I'm proud to say they're happy cats. I've had all of my cats have lived very long lives. That's always good. We'll be right back after a sponsor. Molly, here's your dinner. <laughs> Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your Cat Tree Tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. We're talking with Michelle Fern and talking about all the different things about our cats, their behaviors, what to look for. I would think because it's the beginning of the new year, if my cat Cheyenne could have a wish she would want to not be deaf anymore. Isn't that strange that she just went That's, deaf. If I clap really hard, she might hear it. But the weird thing is she loves to go into the shower. She will wait for me to get out. But sometimes even if she's in a deep sleep and she doesn't hear anything. So I don't know how she knows. I she mean, feels she, the vibration. I don't know if the shower. At is... first, I thought it was maybe she smelled the shampoo. Possibly. But she's on the other side of, you know, my place. It's just they have very amazing. Weird. They but she can tell when I get amazing. ready for a shower, too. They have a amazing sense. Censoring. They can pick up scents better than dogs. Uh, no, I disagree with that. Well, I've had guests that have told me, Dogs so it's not going, by, not going by my rule. They um, can actually pick up scents, yeah, better than dogs. It's just, you know, and cats are very trainable, but it's just mostly yeah, it's, like when you're looking, the, you find dogs, you know, you know, know for police dogs they're, they're and so sense. forth versus cats. Dogs have thousands. 
cats are very strong with sense of sense, very strong. But let's get back on the subject here. Let's talk about a couple of things that you either have to get your cats used to right away when they're young little babies, or it's going to be tough. Clipping their nails. And every clipping their, that. that's one of them, clipping their nails and drinking water. Now, oh. drinking water, that can be a little later on sometimes, but nails earlier what do you mean? and the drinking more consistent, water later on, what the better. doesn't drink water? And as they get older, they drink more water. Some cats are used to it right from the beginning. And some cats, they never really get used to it. And it's kind yeah. of a challenge. Much I, I am. My cats always love when I put an ice cube in the water. It's like a big deal. But, you know, clipping the nails, I do that from the get go. If you do it from the get-go, I could do Dennis's nails, forget Molly, forget it. And Charlotte, no. And brushing. It. Brushing is very important because especially cats that get older, they don't groom as much as they normally would, but they love to be brushed. Dennis brush loves my, it. Maybe I'll miss one or two, but I try to do it every day, every other day for sure. They love it. Absolutely love it. Okay, let's talk really quick. And then we're going to talk about some special stuff that's going on for this month in January, something really special and near and dear to both our hearts. But before we get to that, let's talk about how you can acclimate what to expect in your home, especially if you're new to having kitties, or you've had, you know, the same cat forever. Now you're bringing a kitten in. These are just things to be aware of. First, Forget about fancy sheets. You know, I see people wires, blinds, wi- definitely wires. Sheets, you know, I see people on Instagram and they have sheets that are $300 and this and that. I'm thinking no way they have cats because if the cats go on the bed, what do they do? Claw away. You know, well, they're Couches, not going to claw away because you're going to trim I mean, even their if, nails. Well, sometimes you're lucky and you have a cat that and, doesn't. And anybody who hasn't trimmed nails, there is a vein in there. So you have to look for it or else, you know, it'll be. trimming nails, you have to be careful. But it's so easy. I use a regular nail clipper. I don't get those fancy things. And do the hind legs. You know, when cats really would fight, they mostly would use their hind legs. When they slap you with their paws... They're just looking for you to go away. They're not looking to really hurt you. You know, they're setting up a boundary. But But a a real attack, they would use their hind legs. But talking about what to expect in your home for people that are not, you know, used to having, they're bringing in maybe a kitten after a long time. kittens Kittens with claws love to climb curtains. It never happened to me, but I have seen it and it is ugly. It's fun watching it if it's not your house. Yeah, it's just, I don't know, I saw a TikTok and it was just this what to expect or something. It was just hilarious. But forget buying people that have listened to Catitude for a long time. And I'm sure people have listened to Unleash. You sometimes you have your older cat, you forget what these kittens do. I was afraid when I started with my cat crew over 10 years ago, that cats because they jump right that everything would get knocked over all the time but my cats are especially dennis is a bigger cat and they're not jumpers really they have cat trees that's not a problem they don't really jump and knock things over but i still don't really have anything super delicate low well i've seen you know if they want you know cheyenne once in a while maybe she wants to you know taste the plant and she'll climb on a table where there's something 
the tell-all is I saw something on the floor. But plants also, you have to be careful what plants you have out because some are very dangerous and it can make them very sick. Plants, also wet potpourri, which I talked about in my holiday show. What's that? Wet potpourri, like the little, people use it a lot during oh, the right, holidays, yeah. but it's those little, they have the burners and you the little potpourris that right. burn inside. Besides that, cats are curious, right? We know cats are curious. It, besides them Curiosity burning their paw, the they lick it. They have toxins. Them back. All of these little sayings were said because they're true. Of course. Other things, just people forget about. I think the best way, there's not really a way to prevent your cat from doing certain things. They're used to using their claws. You can have 50 million cat scratchers and chances are, are they going to scrape your couch at some point? Yeah, probably. Are they going to claw the rug at some point? Yeah, probably. So, you know, instead of a rug that's I don't know, a thousand, three, four, five thousand, whatever it is. Get one that's a couple hundred dollars. How about going to cost you a fortune? My cats don't go on my couch. They go on one bedroom chair and I'm on my bed. They do not go on my couch. Now, I have caught them. And when I do, they jump right off. But they do not go on my couch. Well, see, that was going to be the rule. But well, you have to be consistent. Well, yes. And in my household, and the and mister has no a campers. diva lover that he loves Molly and Molly is allowed on the couch. So then the other ones are. They don't claw in the sitting part. They claw on one of the sides. But when I was when we were buying the couch, I set some rules. One, it's not going to cost more than this, which was, you know, a couple thousand dollars. I'm not buying a $20,000 leather couch. I have cats and I had two dogs at the time. So it doesn't make sense. Not like I really can afford a $20,000 couch anyway, but it was going to be, Ooh, you know, you have to look at material for, for just what's what more important that you have a little, you know, the most expensive, fanciest couch there is, or you have your cat, your cat. Right. Right. I mean, the others are things. So also countertops, countertops, just gets me. I have never had an animal on my countertop. No, you also have to be careful, you know, because of, you know, the burners. I have seen, you know, in these videos with cats, dogs set a pizza box on fire trying to get to it. I hope somebody was just doing some silly TikTok or something, because that is like, no, this this is way before TikTok. Oh, that's nuts. You know? No, we actually, when when we use the oven, we keep the door open. It's just, you know, regular oven with oven door. It's not not a double oven, nothing fancy. We just keep the door open so the cats can't jump up because if they were to jump up, they'd burn their paws. Who wants that? So, you know, the moral of all this, be aware, prevent as much as you can. And again, I think be aware. If you know you're bringing a kitten in, the kittens have to learn. They're going to claw some stuff. Don't, you well, know. They're going to learn from the other cats. They're going to sure. learn from the other cats. And they're just, or if it's just them, they're just going to learn. You know, keep your fancy stuff in the closet. Keep your closet door shut. Just basic things. And you'd be surprised. These are so basic. But how many people forget about these things? Or they say, oh, I really want 400 pound sheets. That's cool. Keep your bedroom door shut. Don't let your cats in there. Because if they're on the bed, eventually the sheets will be clawed up. That's just how it rolls. You know, when I brought Daniel home, Cheyenne hissed at him and she ran under the bed. Now, he was a Maine Coon and, you know, they're both fully grown. 
but she was lonely because her buddy had passed and he stayed underneath the bed with her for the whole night. He was amazing. That's what really bonded them. And then when I, uh, I think he came to me with fleas, even though they supposedly treated him at the shelter in my patio, an outdoor patio that's screened in. And, you know, of course I bombed it, but I brought them to the groomer and she let me keep them overnight. And I said to her, put them in the same cage. And ever since then, they were a couple. They were best buddies. That's a great story. That is great when it works out that way. I think if I put Molly and Charlotte in the same cage. Well, this was (laughs) when they first met. So there was no, but she hissed at him and ran. Oh, well, it's just like. And if they're the same size, if you have a kitten and a grown cat. Obviously, there's a problem. You know, oh, you I don't think want that's that. even easier. The grown cats. No, love no, the not. It depends. It wasn't easy for Charlotte and Molly. We had to go through this whole thing. When I had Ricky, then I got Cheyenne and I got Summer. They were kittens and he loved it. And I was so foolish. I put a gate. <laughs> I put a gate. They jumped right over the gate and oh, they were yes, little. Yes. It was so funny. Of course. But, you know, even when I took Daniel to get groomed because of being a mangoon and he came back from the um, from the groomer, she would hiss at him then, too. He didn't smell like her anymore. But that happened the same with Dennis because the other cats ignored him. Even when they go to the vet a couple weeks, you know, you ever notice these animals could smell a vet when he gets out of the car. Didn't have the problem with the vet, which is good. Let's talk about this special thing that's happening in January, specifically January 17th. But it could be anytime January, January 17th, the Betty White Challenge. All of us spread the word. Right. And, and let's just say up. Betty White was a passionate, passionate well, animal world lovers, that. advocate for the animals. She was and, on Pet Life Radio the, like and, four times. She just blind. so passionate. And if you've been anywhere on social media, you know, so sad. Betty White passed away on December 31st and people started, you know, let's if everybody would donate five bucks to their local shelter on her birthday. Right. Which would have been her 100th birthday. Right. January 17th. Right. January 17th. You could do it the whole month of January because any day if you miss the 17th, do it the 18th. They know. But. And she also worked with the dogs for the blind and a lot of different zoos. If you go online, you could see all of her different places that she donated to and represented over like probably 50, 60 years. She was just unbelievable for animals. Yes. And somebody somewhere, I saw this on Instagram. Someone said, you know, this would be something cool to do every January 17th. Just make a donation, even if it's like a small one, you know, well, they're shooting for five bucks. That's affordable. That's not even lunch. That's five dollars. You can't even go into Starbucks for five dollars. Skip your Starbucks. Donate to your local shelter. Can you imagine how wonderful it would be? Yeah, if everybody tells everybody, believe me, we'd be shaking up the Rainbow Bridge for sure. And the rain talk about Rainbow Bridge. They had a picture of her with all of her animals. You could barely fit them all on a page. When you think about all of the pets she lost over 99 years. Wow. What incredible lady. Yep. Yep. Can't say anything negative about her. I still watch Golden Girls on television and I laugh harder now than I did when it first came out. 
there's a hashtag and it says, you know, be like Betty. And right. She's Have just, vodka she's, with you know, a lemon. <laughs> she, she reminds me there's not that many people, you know, and, and when we say people, mostly it's celebrities and which people know the most about. And then, of course, you know, there's people that are celebrities in the animal world, but there's like probably a handful of celebrities that there's just you've never heard anything bad about. Besides Betty White, I could think of Dolly Parton. And today we're recording on the day that I found this out, which is sad, as sad, sad to me. Sidney Portier, he was another person that was just so one of a kind, respectful, hum- gracious. Good, and you human. can't say anything about any of them. Forget about his acting. No, he's an activist, all kinds of That's wonderful what he things. Was really? So let's dedicate this episode to Betty White and Sidney Portier. Right. I would Dolly, but Dolly's happily alive well, and I don't yes, want to do I that. I mean, you know, she gives books. She's Dolly's wonderful, wonderful too. Yeah. She's amazing, but I hope she has many more years. So everyone remember the Betty White challenge on her birthday. Please donate January five bucks if you can give more in January or anytime in January. If you can give more, great. If not, five well, bucks. Even if you give, if you want to give more, give to more than one shelter. That too. You know, I think it was last year. During the pandemic, there was one shelter, I think it's in Montana, every single one of their animals, dogs and cats, were adopted before Christmas. Fantastic. Thank you, everybody, for listening today. And I want to thank my guest host, Michelle Fern, for coming on. It was fun to have you. Let's do this again. I want to thank my producer, Mark, for making me sound terrific. And I want to tell everybody to remember to check out the other hosts that we have. There's some really great shows, and we all sound great, and we all have a story to tell. And remember to live life unleashed. See you next time. Bye-bye. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.